Welcome to Talking Points. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, the Points Guy, and we've got an interesting one for you today. We've got TPG's Senior Product Manager, Drew McComer, and he's going to share all the cool ways the TPG app is going to help you organize your points and miles and take some amazing trips. Yes, it's coming. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but we've been working on it to make sure it's extra amazing. So your patience will pay off. Plus, Drew is probably one of the most OG points people in the world. He started the site Travel is Free and is now a part of the Points Guy team. We're going to get into his humble beginnings with, get this, cashing in coins for points and why his bank actually thought he was a scammer. So get ready for the details on the TPG app. It's coming, y'all, in 2020. That's all coming up right after this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today, I'm coming to you from Austin, Texas, which happens to be the second largest TPG office. We've got a team of 15 engineers and product people working on the TPG app. And one of our newest hires here in Austin is a legend in the points world. He is the founder of travelisfree.com, which has been called the goat of all miles and points blogs. I'm really excited to announce that he is now a part of TPG and he's going to be leading development of tools and we're going to learn all about that today. So Drew McComer, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, man. Thank you. So Drew, you're a foremost expert in points and miles. I mean, you know these programs in and out. Someone listening, like, what are some of the tools you've created? What are some of the other apps that you use? I think a lot of times people are like, where do I begin becoming an expert? What's your advice for that? Well, I'd say, first of all, just start earning because it's hard. If I were just to explain to someone who's never heard of it, I'm sure you've seen this where their eyes, mm-hmm. like you can see right. that they're checking out. Yeah. So I just say, start earning the points. And then once you have them and you go to use them, you'll really learn and you'll retain that information because you're going to book a trip. So then it's about maximizing Mm -hmm. the miles you have. If you go to my resource page, so it's travelisfree.com slash resources, there's a number of resources like this. One is a chart that tells you which websites search for which airlines. What are some of the other tools that you're particularly proud of for helping people maximize their points? Well, definitely the one that is used the most or kind of brings people back are all the hotel maps. Mm -hmm. So if you have Hyatt points or Marriott points or IHG points, you can look at where all the 5,000 point hotels are. And there are nice 5,000 point hotels across the world in each program. So you can filter by category on the map. What are some of those hotels that are like low categories that you've been really impressed by? Are there any ones that in particular that you've loved? Well, you know, they always change, but uh, so some of them have probably changed a lot. One is in India, they have a Park Hyatt, I think in Chennai, that's Mm -hmm. 5,000 points. So where else are you going to stay at a Park Hyatt for 5,000 points? 
it's just not going to happen. So honestly, anywhere in India and yeah. China, you're always going to get those deals. So if you're really wanting to chase deals, you could do that. So Delta notoriously took away award charts. So, you know, when you go to Delta.com, from my perspective, it's always kind of random pricing. But you've kind of created a tool that sniffs out the cheapest ways to redeem Delta miles. Explain that one a little bit and how, yeah. how does someone use it? So the crazy thing is if you're looking for a domestic flight using Delta miles, or if you're looking for a flight to the Caribbean or Mexico, the prices are different based on every city pairing. So depending on if you're coming from Chicago or DC, doesn't matter. Wherever you're going, each example is going to be different. And what I've created is a tool that allows you to type in your airport code and get all the cheapest prices. So it's sorted in order of price. And believe it or not, there are tons and tons of really cheap, but cool or high mm -hmm. value Delta flights. So lots of people found that they could fly to Mexico City or Cancun for 6,000 miles or somewhere domestic for 5,000 miles. They have lots of good deals. And it's hard to find because you don't know which cities to search. I'm just letting you show and find those cheapest You are deals. not the first person to extol the virtues of Sky Miles, even though they've been criticized by some for jacking up the prices on premium tickets. I know Richard Kerr on this podcast has talked extensively about how he gets huge value for him and his family from Sky Miles. So that's what I like about this game of points and miles is like, if you just go with the conventional wisdom of groupthink, you often miss those really juicy redemptions. And exactly. know, not everyone is going to the Maldives in first class. That's not necessarily winning in points and miles. So yeah, what in general, you know, people will say to me, you know, you've been in this game for a while now, since the heyday, the recent heyday, some people will say that it's over or, <laughs> you know, there's naysayers saying that airlines are just increasing the amount of points and it's no longer worth it. What would you say to someone like that? You know, I heard an interview with Randy Peterson, who created Flyer Talk, and he's been around for the miles space for, I don't know, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And he says his entire career, people are always saying, yeah, always saying that the miles game is over. And then, you know, there's the next thing to come mm -hmm. along. Like that was way before the $1, the mint. Yeah. So if that's the heyday, then like, why was it dying before that? And then yeah. after that, it just it just always changes. There's more card offers yeah. now. I told you I did. I wanted to do a blog post showing how much the prices have increased over time. I just wanted a data-driven answer and wanted to show a cool chart. And I scrapped it because the chart looked flat. It was not interesting yeah. uh, data visualization. There was no smoking gun that these loyalty programs are shot. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the availability, I yeah. would say, has gone down. Right. But other than that, there's way more opportunities. There's way more resources. This is the golden age of earning points. And yes, these cards have fees, but the perks are insane too. So not only are you earning points, there are crazy perks and protections and benefits. And in terms of loyalty programs, the major programs are sometimes not the most lucrative. Like what are some of the offbeat loyalty programs that you would recommend people looking into for outsized value? Are you a Life Miles fan? I know the Life Miles program used to be ultra lucrative and then it's sort of changed the rules, but there's still sweet spots. So the way I view it is almost every program has a sweet spot. And I ignored Delta for a long time because I listened to the chatter. And so I missed out on 5,000 mile mm -hmm. flights to Cancun when like really I've probably paid 17 and a half thousand many other mm -hmm. times. So 
similarly with life miles, there are huge value adds, there are huge deals to be had. So I, I really like to keep my points in a transferable currency like Chase or American Express membership rewards. And then I can kind of look at mm -hmm. all the award charts and then kind of decide where do I want to transfer. And luckily we're making an app <laughs> that will instantly sort yeah. all the prices and show you if you have American Express points, these are all the best mm -hmm. deals on this route. That's the way I like to view it. In 2014, we launched the first ever TPG to go app, which you know we had partnered up with Wallaby before buying mm -hmm. them. I remember that. And it was kind of clever. I mean, it was we had pay with this functionality, which we would help people choose, which in 2014, Sapphire Reserve wasn't out. There were far fewer earned categories and it was still confusing back then. And, you know, like a better blog reader and tracking spend, making sure you didn't get hit with any interest fees. We wanted to make it more simple. We pulled that about a year and a half ago in order to really regroup. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we've got 15 full-time developers, not all on the app. Some of them are working on the site as well, but the future of the points guy, you know, we're a media platform today. It's content but the future is in tools because it is dizzying. The logistics and the nitty gritty details and keeping track of programs and redemptions and who shows on what, I mean, even for experts, it's very, very hard. So your main role right now is helping our product and tech teams make sure that this tool is gonna really work. So mm -hmm. I know we are, um, we're gonna be partnering up API wise to some partners, but in general, we've got a team of building the logic behind these, <laughs> you know, when you think about the number of transfer partners and partners of partners, like the amount of possibilities when redeeming and earning miles is crazy. You want to talk through a little bit about what you're excited about in the first version of the release? Yeah, I think it's exactly what I was trying to say earlier, all in an app. If someone was getting started, or even if they're an expert, they have to look up where they can transfer, what are the prices, what are the gotchas like fuel surcharges, then look up where to search for award availability, and then figure out where to book. What if you could just do a search and it told you all that stuff? That's what I'm excited about. And that's why I'm here. I'm, I love building consumer products in general. I, I'm passionate about product and I'm passionate about travel. So I got excited about coming here and working on this. And I think that that out of the gate is going to be immensely valuable. And I don't think people realize how hard it is to program all the routing rules mm -hmm. into this thing. And then having that base allows us to do really cool things, take your balance. If you have American Express points, it will tell you what the best transfer mm -hmm. partner is. If you have enough points, make recommendations based on that. I mean, it will be yeah. pretty cool. And there is this epidemic of points hoarding. A lot of people have tons of points, but then they get trigger shy. Like, should I redeem for this? Should I not? is this the best transfer partner? I still get a lot of our reader emails and diatribes people writing. I've been reading the blog for five years and here's my life story. I want to go these dates to these destinations. And I'm excited to have technology that's going to help people and also help work to the goal. As you mentioned before, like when people are like, oh, this sounds too complicated. But when you put the simple decisions, like putting your lunch on this certain card every day will actually help get you to the goal of going to Paris on your honeymoon or whatever it is. We also acquired Expert Flyer last year. I'm really excited to integrate Expert Flyer so people can do alerts. So say you want to go to Paris over a certain October 2020, there's nothing available today, but you can set alerts and we'll automatically push alert you when that availability opens up. I mean, there's 
so many things. Um, I really am excited about the app. It's been a Herculean task to do, and I know people are getting a little impatient, but trust me, it's going to be worth the wait. What advice would you give to someone who is just starting out in miles and points today? Definitely, I'll reiterate exactly what I said earlier. It is a lot easier to learn when you're doing it as opposed to just, you can read a million blog posts and still have only surface level understanding because you've read one of each program. Just apply for a card that earns Chase and American Express points. And I'm telling you, once you Google or look up how to, what's mm -hmm. the best use of these points, mm -hmm. or like I have a page of award charts and transfer partners on the resource page. Now you have American Express points. You can look up what are the transfer partners, and then you can look up award charts. And then once you're playing around with it, it will, it will make a lot more sense. All right, coming up after the break, hear how Drew got into the points and miles game and some of his travel inspirations and tips. Keep it locked. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Talking Points and my conversation with TPG's senior product manager, Drew McComer, who is helping to build the TPG app coming summer 2020. Let's jump back into it. So, Drew. Let's get to the basics. Like, how did you get into this crazy miles and points world? Like, what was that first draw that got you in? Yeah, actually, I read a book that talked about miles and points being earned by buying $1 coins. Mm. It was actually Chris Gillibo's book. It was oh, like, yeah. it came out in 2009. I was in one of his books. He interviewed me. I remember when I first started blogging, he had a paid community where you had to pay to get tips in the loyalty world. So what did you do after reading the book? Yeah, so I I think I just Googled what this $1 coin thing was about. You know, earning miles for free sounded pretty appealing. You know, I was kind of thinking about getting married and I wanted to keep traveling, but, you know, didn't have a lot of money. But I knew I wanted to travel the world. I just absolutely knew that was a thing. So were the so the U.S. Mint thing was probably one of the most epic points earning, you know, Definitely. opportunities of all time. And for those listening, there have been NPR and Wall Street Journal stories about it. But basically, the gist is you could buy US dollar coins with free shipping. Mm -hmm. So basically, you could put them on a credit card with no fee, earn, let's say, $10,000, get those coins, and then go straight to the bank, deposit them, and then pay off your credit card bill, earning you almost free points. Yeah, exactly. And we we did that very hardcore. We were buying. Oh, so you, you found out about it while it was still going on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because so many people today, people will ask me, hey, is it still possible to get millions of free points by getting truckloads of coins? And I'm like, that ship has long sailed. Oh, yeah. It died in, I think, 2011 or yeah. 2012. But yeah, at the time, it was awesome. And because I was getting credit cards that had high spend requirements mm -hmm. that I couldn't meet at the time. So I bought $1 coins originally just to meet the $3,000 requirement. Mm -hmm. So I'd have $3,000 of coins show up and take them to the bank. And then there was, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a cashback portal offer to get cash back on American Express 
breast gift cards. So then I could buy $1,000 gift cards. And then that helped me get around the one card number per thousand dollars of coins. So then I was getting cash back to buy thousands of dollars. <laughs> so um, you took it to an extreme. So you started off slow and then did you get addicted? Well, yeah. How can, <laughs> how can you not? So Were you renting U-Haul trucks to take in your coins to the bank? Or? No, but you know, the car was uh, slanted. <laughs> the sparks coming out from behind <laughs> yeah. you as you're driving to your yeah, local Yeah, not bank. good for the suspension. And they are that heavy. I'm yeah. totally serious. Like, what was the amount that you could carry? Like, was it like a thousand or something? Like, no, maybe like ten thousand. But 10, we wouldn't 000, carry yeah. them. You'd put them. We'd put them in rolling bags, and then we just look like troublemakers rolling up to the bank <laughs> and unloading. Did, did the banks ever give you a hard time? Totally. Yeah. So one time we went into the bank, and the bank manager told us no. It, it, like instantly, I could see the skepticism. <laughs> I had like you know twenty thousand dollars in coins, and they've never been unwrapped. And they're like, I've never seen these Native American coins. And I was like, they're U.S. Mint and you're a banker. Like, yeah. you should know this. Oh, so he thought it was like full fraud. He wasn't sick of like other people doing it. He was just like, this is shady. Yeah, just uh, it probably had a lot more to do with me than the coins. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so You do look pretty shady. So. <laughs> so I looked up where another bank was and we went down to the next bank. I deposited all the coins and went home and went on with my day. About an hour later, I got a phone call from the same bank manager, apparently manager of both branches, and the bank manager actually debited my account. So all the coins are gone. What? I still owe 20K on my card, you know? And so all the coins were gone. I called up the bank, just support line, and they instantly took care of it. They called the bank. So luckily that got turned around. You were able to pay off. Oh, yeah. Bill. It got turned around instantly. So how much did you do total in the coins? Like 100000 Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So you, you get all these points, and then you start reading flyer talk and blogs yep. and just getting wrapped up in this whole community, yep. down the rabbit hole pretty quickly. Immediately, because I knew I wanted to travel. And actually, I wanted to travel full time. My goal was to get married, take a year off, and, you know, by the time we were thinking about that, I had millions of miles. So then we booked a one-way ticket so, and away we went. So, you, I mean, if your wife, then girlfriend, if she was on the fence and now with millions of points, I mean, she was going <laughs> to have to say yes. Like, no, we're going we, to Bali. The points obsession is real. It so, is. So you get married and then you lived in hotels for a while, right? So you did do the travel. Mm -hmm. Was it a full year or did you were you gone longer than that? We were gone a lot longer yeah. than that, but originally it was supposed to be a year. Yeah. It was just let's take off and travel. And mm -hmm. I started the blog, Travel is Free. What year was that? Early 2011, maybe mm -hmm. 2010, but we started traveling mid-2011. Uh -huh. And if you've never been to a site, go to travelisfree.com. Even though he's now part of the TPG family of companies, he's still going to be writing in his free time for Travel is Free. Really interesting stuff. And we're looking to bring over some of you know the cool tools that he's created to the site and app. So what did you learn? So you went out on the road, you lived in hotels. How did you do it living and working from the road and, and earning redeeming points? Well, uh, one year turned into five years, first of all. I didn't it was five years. Yeah, definitely. We very quickly transitioned to a points hotels yeah. kind of strategy. So I'll say this. I first discovered IHG promotions where it was kind of like the accelerate promotion where mm -hmm. you complete these tasks and you got 
I don't, I don't remember, maybe 60,000 points. Mm -hmm. So there was a cheap hotel, I think in Bangkok or something where we completed the promotion, both of us, we would alternate check-ins mm -hmm. and we'd Mattress get, up. yeah. One day in Vienna, we checked into almost every IHG hotel in Vienna because there was a big sale <laughs> and that was when they gave a free night uh, mm -hmm. for completing the promotion. And I re redeemed those free nights in Bora Bora. So it was well As worth it. Earn cheap, redeem expensive. For someone who wants to sell everything and just like live as a nomad for three months, a year, what do you recommend based on your experience? Like what was the easiest and cheapest place to live? Well, first of all, almost every country is cheaper than the US. Like if you go to anywhere in Asia. Especially nowadays with the US dollar being pretty strong. Like, oh yeah. So do you recommend Southeast Asia? Is I love it? Southeast Asia. I mean, I love I love everywhere yeah. that's kind of different, mm -hmm. but I really love Southeast Asia. I guess if you're working, you do need good internet. Yeah. So places like Bangkok have that. Eastern Europe is like the Asia of Europe yeah. <laughs> where it's really cheap. Yeah. They have really good internet and I haven't like done that. too much of Eastern Europe. Where have you been? Every, like almost everywhere. Where, where do you like, I guess? Albania. I love Albania and Bulgaria and Bosnia. Like those are some of my favorites. Have you been to Slovakia? Yeah, only a little bit. I've been to Bratislava, but one time I did a motorcycle mm -hmm. trip down the Danube. So that gotta, was cool. You got to write a book about these experiences. <laughs> Final question. You're in coach on an airplane, three seats. Do you choose the window or the aisle? I like the window. I think, yes. <laughs> I think it depends Team on window. if I feel like I have to get up for any yeah. reason or the person on the inside is going yeah, you, to get you have up to do the assessment of <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to have to get up the whole time but yeah. definitely i'd much rather uh, look out the window and see the landscape even if you know if it's a long flight and you're going over the arctic it's still cool i still enjoy it looking out the window same drew mccomber thanks so much for joining us it's awesome to have you as a part of the tbg team especially as we are about to change the way people use technology to maximize their loyalty so Awesome having you and safe travels, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. That's all for this episode of Talking Points. Thanks again to Drew McComer. More details on the TPG app on our website and sneak peeks soon. We're so excited. It's going to be game and life-changing for those of us who love to travel. If you like this episode or if you hated it and want something else, let us know. Email podcast at thepointsguy.com. What topics do you want to hear more of? And who do you want on the show? The sky's the limit, people. Podcast at thepointsguy.com. And get in the know with the TPG Daily Newsletter. It's where you can get all your latest news, tips, and limited time offers delivered straight to your inbox every morning. Text Talking Points to 33777 to subscribe. That's Talking Points to 33777 to subscribe. This episode was produced by Margaret Kelly and Caroline Chagrin. Safe travels, y'all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 